Welcome back to First Draft Film. <laughs> uh, I am laughing here because uh, this show and this episode in particular is a commentary on my age. I feel like, as you will hear uh, several times, me misremember my sense of time is off. I've never had a good memory in the first place, but I uh, I love this conversation I had with Zach and Hannah of the Honey Initiative, um, and in this first of two episodes, uh, we just get to know Zach and Hannah a little bit, find out about what the Honey Initiative is, and uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Okay, before we dive into the interview today, I just wanted to let you guys know about a couple of musical projects that I have recently put out. The first one is called Rapids 2. Now, you might think, Phil, that is a very strange name for a project, and you would be right. So, just a little context. Back in 2015, I released an album called River. It was a solo piano album that we then added a string ensemble to. Um, I had a Kickstarter campaign and everything going along with it. My friend Adam Miller, fantastic musician, uh, songwriter, guitarist, um, producer, engineer. Um, He was the engineer for that. And um, I always knew after we recorded the album that I wanted to do like some arrangements, some versions of these songs that were more electronica. Now, that's not going to be everybody's cup of tea, but I love stuff like Daft Punk, and um, and I just wanted to try my hand because I, I believed that these songs would do well in that genre if we adapted them. So I've been working on that in the background, and um, in the spirit of don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good, um, I went ahead and put this out because it was a lot of fun. I was having fun, and I wanted other people to join in the fun as well. So... Rapids 2, because it's different than uh, my normal Phil Lager stuff, um, I put that out as a yes-to-yes project. You can find all that stuff on my socials. The second project that I just released recently was one that I worked on with many friends called Over There. Uh, And it was um, a project, as I mentioned, if you listened to last week's episode, our, our friend and brother... Uh, passed away earlier this year, Lex Robertson, and uh, we wanted to honor him with a song and uh, make it something special for his family as well. And so I got together with um, Jason Horde, Marty Michaels, Josh Powell, um, Adley Charles, Rachel Wiley, Chris Hoffer, and Sheena Marquis, and we put together this song and recorded it, and it's just a tribute to our friend and hope you'll check that out too it would mean a lot to us so thanks for listening to that okay on with the show enjoy my conversation with zach and hannah of the honey initiative Uh, i am so excited about my guests today they are such genuine and lovely and funny and talented people they love jesus and they love to be creative they love to worship they have a number of creative things they're involved with. Zach and Hannah Smith, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Yes, thank you. You guys, I was thinking, I was trying to think of the first time I met you guys, and I'm pretty sure I met you at different places. And the first thing that came to my mind was 
This little production, uh, Zach, you were in part of the creative arts ministry that put on a production of something called Honk. Oh, yeah. Is that right? <laughs> that was me. And, yeah. And I, I couldn't tell you a thing about what it's about other than that it involved a duck uh, yeah. or, or some of some kind. But all I remember is being really impressed with this guy named Zach. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. I remember that super well. That was um, the first time I played the lead in any show. So uh, okay. I was very intimidated doing it, but I uh, had a really good time. And yeah, it was fun. I remember it when I met you. Yeah. Yeah. How many years ago was that? That was 2014, so almost okay. 10 years ago. Oh, my word. <laughs> <sighs> Why does every episode make me feel old? Um, and, and I remember coming to you afterwards. I think there was like a meal afterwards or something. And, and just like, I think we actually was like behind you in the meal line just getting food. And that, was, uh, that was my first recollection. Food. That's all of my ma- meaningful recollections in life are around food. Well, I remember my first time talking to you was uh, they did a night at Tam Conservatory where every division got up and and did something, but I was the only kid from my division, so they said, do you just want to do a song with your guitar? And I was like, sure. So I did I Don't Want to Live on the Moon from Sesame Street, and then when I was walking like off the stage, we were just like, nice. (laughs) (laughs) Well... You got to start somewhere. Is all, is all I have to say. <laughs> and and Hannah, I I think I met you through Zach, but maybe you you might correct me on this. But all that means is you know it means you were second. But as as any man that's worth his weight in salt knows, our wives are definitely the better halves of our mm-hmm. lives. And so, um, so yeah, I I don't remember when I met you, but it definitely brightened the relationship that I had with Zach already. So, oh, that's that's good to know. <laughs> that's good that it. Did well. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad to have you guys on the show. <clears throat> the first thing that I like to do, there is a there is a funny story that I have in mind that I w- would like people to know about my relationship with you two. And, and you might already know where I'm going. But I do. But <laughs> but the first thing I'd like to do is just ask, just get my guests to tell their the, the journey of their faith story. Uh, and you could just you can start wherever you like. So maybe both of you just tag team there. He was pointing at me off screen. Okay. You couldn't see. Uh, yeah, well, you know, uh, my parents are pastors, so I uh, definitely grew up knowing about the Lord and grew up attending church regularly, hearing stories. And I, you know, I don't, I do not remember when I uh, like accepted Jesus into my heart because I was so young and I genuinely always believed. Like, you know, I've had my ups and downs, but um, I feel like faith has been a, I would say, a spiritual gift of mine uh, throughout my my childhood. Um, but I do remember the very first time I felt the Holy Spirit, and that was a, a great moment for me <laughs> hmm. to feel like I was capable of, of connecting with the Lord, because I guess you just... Uh, it, for for my personality, it uh, was always just kind of like a guessing game. But I always, I was always like, yeah, like yeah. yeah. But feeling that um, presence almost like chills up my spine when I was at um, Tam Conservatory with yeah. the Salvation Army um, mm. was a was a great experience. And from there, um, yeah, I would say I would say more recently, 
you know, and not just because part of my testimony, I feel like I can't always give the explanation of when I found and fell in love with Jesus and with the Lord. I always yeah. just like to highlight maybe the most recent sure. updates. And, uh, you know, when I was at the end of college, I went through... And you went, went to Asbury, right? Asbury I University? Did. Okay. I did go to Asbury University. I did a little bit of research. Yes. <laughs> Class of 2020, the visionaries, if Sweet. anyone's listening. <laughs> but um yeah, I I went through some I went through some really traumatic stuff and was able to um grow with the Lord in a way that was so intimate and so um so much deeper than I had known where I was really noticing him working in the smallest of things, but that being the most powerful of things. Um, Simply just providing a ride from someone with a car when I really needed it. Hmm. Um, Providing uh, like a a professor who gave me a really nice card after, after something I um, had gone through, like little things like that of, of noticing an expression of his love through people. And that's been a lot of my journey now is one sharing how he helped me through a traumatic situation um, for anyone else who might be going through a traumatic situation. Mm. Um, But two, really trying to focus on the little things, Um, especially after getting married and kind of feeling like, not like it's, but you know, you you get married, and then it's like the honeymoon's over, and then you're just like, it's life, right? So, right. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yes. So, uh, just trying to find little things that that keep you going and get you mm. excited about mm. um, those moments with the Lord. Yeah. yeah, awesome. So you and you're married to to, to this guy, right? That, yeah, that's right. yes. You're married to this, this, this <laughs> it's other this guy. guy. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Zach, how, you grew up in the church as well, right? Yeah, I did. Uh, minister parents as well, and very musical family. Um, we were always doing something. My dad would play guitar, and my sisters would sing, and I kind of hopped around on a bunch of different instruments. And then as I grew older and kind of developed my own taste, um, I really kind of pushed back. I pu- uh, I pushed back against the church quite a bit because it was like my music was too loud or. I was too um, expressive when I would play and just really feeling like there wasn't a place for me to be creative in the church. And I think, you know, being young, I was just kind of thinking, well, then I guess that that means that there isn't a place for me to be with Jesus. Hmm. And my parents dragged me to a production, a cast production in 2008 of Godspell, which Hannah's sister was in, actually. And I didn't want to go. But watching it and kind of hearing all these stories that I knew from Sunday school and stuff like that and seeing people being conversational with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, hearing the music, which was, you know, loud and, and kind of what I was into. I think it was it was right then that the relational element of Jesus kind of clicked for me of Love it. it's not about me, you know. Not fitting in or not belonging, but it's about that Jesus wants to hang out with all of us and he wants to be friends with everybody. So so her sister, uh, one of the years that I was uh, in one of the Salvation Army's traveling productions, Hannah's sister was the stage manager. And I knew that Hannah had, uh, well, I knew that there were two other sisters. I didn't know about Hannah. So we were like sitting in the van 
And I think Emily said something about like, yeah, and Hannah is like probably the best singer of all of us. And I just went, wait, there's a fourth one of you. <laughs> <laughs> and then that was, and then that was kind of the end of it. Uh, and then I met Hannah a couple years later and it was very like brief. And then we worked together um, in the 2018 revival of uh, Godspell. So, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And that's when we became like, Friends. Yes. <laughs> okay. Not just. Yeah. And so, how much of the creative slash musical element? How much did that play a part in you guys' early relationship and and and, and the way you guys' friendship developed? Ooh. Um. I would say it was definitely present, whether we were conscious of it or not. Um. You know, I. I remember Zach like accompanied me at like a soloist night. Um, where I sang, I sang a Whitney Houston song that he didn't know. And so we like, we had to like, I, it was like the day of too. So we were trying to like scramble just like a little arrangement for us to do it, like just in front of like a small crowd. And I, like, I remember can that I, being. Can, can I, can I ask which Whitney Houston song it was? Was it? Of course. <laughs> it was, was How Will I Know. Oh, okay. How yes. will I know if he really yeah. Yeah, she what, really loved. Yeah, yeah, whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I remember like that was definitely like a, I, I guess like a, a like a moment we would recall together. And then, um, you know, when I first really felt like the Lord was telling me that He wanted me to pursue worship more, Zach was always on my mind as like someone I could ask to like mm. help me. And this was way before we were romantically involved. So, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I don't know about Zach. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean, I would say that that's definitely how we kind of came together. And then in the early stages of us kind of talking to each other, it, it almost didn't come up. You know, because I think that there was like a level of how do we navigate our friendship as to maybe being something else? Because my default is to uh, go to, you know, talking about movies and music and stuff like that. And I was like, but I don't want to I don't want to do that like this time. I want to actually get to know Hannah and not just tell her about a bunch of stuff that I like. So uh, but then it was after we started like officially dating. It was as simple as Hannah saying. I have to lead worship on Sunday and it's just me. Would you mind playing guitar? And cool. I mean, I guess it. we had thought that, we, I don't know. I think both of us were kind of thinking we would end up leading worship together, but it never really yeah. was something anyone said. And then when we did it together, it was like, oh, like it's, we understand each other. <laughs> That's awesome. So like, it works. The, the, there's a relate. There's sort of like a concurrent, like a river running along. So you, you're you're in a relationship. Your friendship's growing. Yeah, we also do music together. It just kind of made made sense. Yeah. 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 It definitely okay. So here's the funny. We can, we and, and we can go. In. This is so funny. Okay, so um, 
when okay when you guys got married two years ago one year and a half how many years? Two th- uh, six months ago Six months ago. April 23rd. Again, my sense of time, my sense of time is terrible. Okay, so at the beginning of last year, of 2021. Yeah. At the beginning of 2021. Okay, so everybody who's listening, put your put your mind in uh, in COVID lockdown mode. Um, wait, wait, I think it was 2022 was it 20? this year. I think it was January oh 2022. Yeah. 2020. Oh, my word. Okay. <laughs> Okay. It does feel mind. like over a year ago. It's so, I mean, I just feel like time, what is time? It's, it's yeah. just, you know, <laughs> a lot of life so, has been lived since then. Yeah. I, it has. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> coming out of lockdown in the, in the States, at least, uh, where we are, um, at like things were starting to just at the beginning of 2020, 20, 2022, things that were really end of 2021, beginning of 2022, things were starting to open up. People were, uh, you know, Going maskless, going you know all all of that conferences, what whatever. So I was invited with um, with my friends Marty and Anna to be part of the Salvation Army Worship Leaders Conference in New York, uh, and you guys were there too. You guys just so happened to be there too. <laughs> and so um, you know, I, I've known you guys for a little bit b- before that. Um, and like I said, Hannah, I, I knew you through Zach, but I, mm-hmm. I just the times that I had interacted with you guys before that event, I don't know. I, I mean, I just saw you as a couple. I saw, you. and so in my mind, it was, you know, this is this is aloof Phil here. This uh, change <laughs> change the title of the, from first draft to aloof Phil. Um, <laughs> I, you guys. We're walking out. We were walking out of one of the meetings, and uh, maybe you can correct me on the details. But we're walking out of one of the meetings in the, and in the parking lot, and you guys handed me an invitation uh, to your wedding or to your yes, yes to your wedding. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I did. I, it didn't click for me. I you, you guys handed it to me, and I'm I'm like. What's this? In my mind, you guys are already a married couple. You know, in, <laughs> yeah. in, in, my, in my mind, I was like, "What's yeah. this?" Yeah, well, I remember and I think you. I may have even literally said, "Oh, yeah. I thought you guys were already married." <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, like, is it the celebration of your wedding? Is it your anniversary? Is it? And that's just been like, no, oh, Phil. It's word. our, it's our actual <laughs> wedding. Yeah. Oh my word! <laughs> Slightly embarrassing, but I loved you know, it. I loved it. Was it. A great moment. Yeah. <laughs> That speaks to you know, and and the the cool thing is that like I think during that weekend there are a lot of cool, really um, meaningful Holy Spirit moments during that Salvation Army Worship Leaders uh, conference. Yeah. Um, just a, just on, on a number of levels, uh, relationally, and just some powerful worship time, some words spoken. Um, but I got the feeling like that that even that little moment right there that I shared with you guys is pretty meaningful for you guys. Yes, yeah. no, it oh, definitely yeah. was. I think. We had just finished um, premarital counseling, and we had gone over the idea of, like, you two are, like, going to become one, but, like, in more than just, like, the sense of marriage, people are going to see, like, you as a couple rather than two individuals. And I think, I, I want to say, like, I don't want to say we were, like, scared about what that, but it's, you do kind of wonder, well, what is, what is that going to look like? And that was kind of a moment of, oh, it, it looks like this, you know, it's, yeah. it's not like we're not individuals anymore. It's, mm. you know, now mm. I don't want to say we're a team, but yeah. <laughs> but your team. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we are one. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh yeah, it was definitely. It, 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 I don't know. It almost felt like confirmation in a mm, way of like, mm. oh, good, okay, yeah, we work, we work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys definitely work, and, and it's yeah. definitely apparent through your worship leadership and your friendship and mm. uh, and your ministry together. That yeah, and that'll. I mean. I'm still learning how to to do that well, and I'm I'm 20 years in. So, um, um, but it's it's good. So let's let's pivot. Just so speaking of you guys being united, um, there's something that you guys have started, or I don't know if "start" is the right word. I guess you did at some point. You had to start it, but there's something you guys have called the Honey Initiative now. That is a really cool name. I, I love it, and I've just been uh, looking on your socials and looking at the different designs there. So tell people about what is the Honey Initiative. Well, the Honey Initiative is, um, it was kind of a, it started as a project I wanted to do a few years ago, uh, really just focusing on kindness and um, I was not in a place to regularly keep something like a blog or podcast going, so it um, fell apart quite quickly. Um, <laughs> uh, but I remember at some point when we were dating and talking about, you know, wanting to do more worship and, and write, and uh, like, how would we like brand ourselves? What would we call ourselves? And and Zach was the one that was like, "Well, why don't we use the Honey Initiative?" Because it's not, it's just sitting there, and I was like, "Yeah, okay." And it just felt like it was to fit. Uh, it was just a perfect fit. Like, um, so we have rebranded the Honey Initiative as like our worship group mm. name, mm. Mm. Um, and it's just it's our ministry uh, platform. It's it's where we we share our our music um, or just any sort of worship leading services. Um, we've been going. Uh, live a couple times, maybe only twice, uh, just kind of uh, live in our, our living room leading worship on that. And, you know, we've we've already been talking about maybe doing like an Advent series. It's just like a place to to worship um, and and just talk about the Bible um, in, a, in a deeper way. We we wanted a uh, a place to to share. I don't know. More honestly, we you know really had a like a, a desire mm-hmm. to be authentic and um, kind of maybe write about things that you don't always hear or talk about things that you don't always hear that you want to hear about. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know, Zach, if you have any more you want to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, I, I mean, I think you said that the name though came from Proverbs about um, yes your words being as sweet as honey when you talk with each other. And mm. one of the things that we, we kind of were saying, if we're going to do this, there's, we also want to be intentional with how we approach the people we're worshiping. We don't want it to be, you know, like, all right, we're done singing and leading. Now we're going to, you know, go and be away from everyone. It's like, we want to hang out. We want to get to I know everybody. That. And I like, like we want, we want to like, I don't want to say manifest kindness, but we want to harvest like um, a spirit yeah. of kindness also. Yeah. And it's, it's, um it's Proverbs sixteen twenty four. It says, kind words are like honey, um, sweet to the soul and good for the body. And I mm. love that idea that like, mm. it's, it's healthy. It's nourishment. It's not just, it's not just a moment where you're like, you know, everyone, everyone loves to be complimented. Like we all, <laughs> we get giddy, we get happy, but understanding it's, it's vital, it's needed. 
Um, and so knowing that like kindness is required for healthy living, um, mm. not just in ourselves, but in community and, and wanting to, to, I like how you said harvest that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> just the season. If you can split the waters, if you can calm the seas, if you can conquer death, you can handle my anxieties. I know you're my good father. I know you care for me. I know you always hear me. I know you are my prince of peace. I know you are my prince of peace. I know you are my prince of peace. You recently like just had a little a short little tour, did you not? You you had a a few a few places that you went and led worship at. Yeah, we did. Um, Port Jervis, New York, Tiffin, Ohio, and Rome, New York, and those are places that all of our friends were pastoring churches at. But there are also mm-hmm. places that um, I don't want to say they don't get experiences like that usually. But you know, it's kind of they talking to all of them, they have to go somewhere else kind of for, you know, a worship night or something like that. And so we wanted to, I guess, bring that experience to them. And I don't want to say demystify the worship night, but I think when you think worship night, you think, you know, all right, all the lights are turned off and like someone's burning incense and like there's cool LED lights. And we were just like, all the lights are on. It's just Hannah and myself. Wait, what? What? (laughs) (laughs) I know. And, and like, you know, if the, we talked to like everybody too, like if you have people who want to like jump in and play and stuff like that, that's cool also. And had kind of like devotionals ready that were actually about the like obscure passages in the Bible. So we were like, we really wanted to kind of make it a memorable experience without kind of, um, I don't know, making it unapproachable because I, I think, and I'm not, I'm not knocking people who do lights or the big mega churches or anything like there's a, there's a place for that, but sure. I think kind of, you know, bringing everyone close together and, you know, people kind of being free to do what they wanted hmm. was, was something that was kind of cool and something that we want to, I, th- I think, keep doing moving forward. Yeah. And with this, with the size of where we were of the, of the congregations we were with, because it was mostly church families. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, a few outside people would come see us. But um, with the size of the congregations, the buildings, uh, the demographics of where we were, it, it, it could only be something so intimate and, and close. So wanting to really, like, connect with the group of people we had there. I mean, on our last night, we, we had a set list, saw who was in the room and then I like I think like five minutes before we just changed it. We mm. changed all of it because we mm. knew and felt like th- what we were changing it to would be uh much better to uh suit who we were with that they would yeah. they would enjoy it more. We just felt that. And um being in a place where we could do that, you know, <laughs> it was just the two of us. So we could change yeah. it and not like yeah. mess up the flow. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. And it it definitely it it, it makes a huge difference when you're able to do that and tailor 
uh, experiences sometimes. Now that takes, it definitely takes, like you just said, it's just the two of you, you know, sometimes with a full band and more people yeah. you have, they, they either got to be all just firing on all cylinders and, and talented enough to jump between different songs <laughs> yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Or, you know, you, it's, you just have fewer people. <laughs> yeah. but, and I, um, but I think at the same time, like you were talking about green room culture, and this isn't like, you know, me trying to pat ourselves on the back, but I think like, you know, if we had been in like a green room or somewhere else, we wouldn't have seen the people mm-hmm. coming in, getting their coffee and like sitting down. Yeah. And we would have like gone and, you know, what we did probably would have been good. But I think, you know, being able to kind of listen to how everybody was talking to each other and kind of pick up on you know, the culture of the room, it was definitely like, okay, like how can we make this more something that they're going to engage with a little more readily? Yeah, I love that. What a great first part of that conversation, and I think uh, Zach and Hannah really showing some maturity beyond their years there, um, and some good reminders for us um, who are worship leaders and who, um, yeah, who who want to steward these times of um, community and worship well. So, yeah, some good stuff to chew on there. Thanks, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Um, Please check out the links in the show notes for more about Zach and Hannah and their music and their ministry and the Honey Initiative. And we will be back next week to wrap up this conversation. In the meantime, I need a catchphrase. So what should I I log off with? What should I, I... I'm feeling the urge, the compulsion. Every time I end these episodes, I'm feeling like... Until next time, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And I don't know what to say. So I'll think about that. And um, maybe if you guys have any ideas, just shoot them my way. What should I sign off with? All right, guys. Have a great week. And I will catch you next time on First Draft Phil.